ladies and gentlemen, welcome to what is not first and Ben. This is where first and Ben would usually be. Um, I, I am still sad. As many of you know, the news has broken. Um, let me start this special episode of, I mean, I don't want to call it first and Ben cause it's not, it's more so just talking out how I'm feeling about this. Um, let me start by apologizing to you, the viewers, the listeners. I am sorry that I haven't been forthright when the news broke about this uh, recent signing that the Chicago Bears have made. Um, it's taken me a lot. I have had to process it. Unlike other podcasts, the news broke while they were on the air. I, I was at work when the news broke. I couldn't believe it. It ruined my day. I've been... You know, I make fun of Super Bowl Karen a few weeks ago on Burgers with the Boys back when the Super Bowl ended about losing sleep over that Lombardi trophy being thrown across the water. But but now I kind of get it. I have been restless the last couple nights over this signing. And just this this entire NFL offseason, I've been going through the, the stages of grief over this signing. It's been It's been hard. This is, as a Bears fan, we should be used to this that the front office disappointing us. This just feels like a new low because I got, we, they hyped us up. We got hyped up by the media, Chicago, the entire organization. Like we got hyped up that we were, we were finally going to figure it out. And we were once again, left disappointed. Andy Dalton. This is my reality now. It is. And it's sad because we've, we, this entire off season, there's been a lot to get excited about. We went from Derek Carr, would have took that, to Matthew Stafford, would have took that, to Deshaun Watson, which we all wanted to, in 2017 before Ryan Pace screwed the pooch and drafted Mitch Trubisky and just dumbfounded the entire league. Uh, then we went to Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz uh, and that split the fan base. I was on the side of I would have took Carson Wentz. Uh, I don't know how the viewers or the listeners, you guys feel about it, but I would have took him. And then we got to Russell Wilson, which I think, you saw the tweets, the rankings of Chicago quarterbacks all time, and at four they listed the idea of Russell Wilson playing quarterback for the Bears. Um, I think that that should have to remain just so we can remember that we got let down. This is – I'm just sad, you guys. Like, I'm not upset. I, I mean, I'm a little upset, but I'm just sad. I'm sad at what's taken place. Um. Just a public service announcement. I I do with a strong passion, and I know that the word like how heavy this word is. I do hate the Seattle Seahawks, and I probably will for a very long time. You just became my least favorite team in the entire league. Not that you care, and I'm probably gonna catch some heat from like their fans and things like that. But I don't care. I hate the Seattle Seahawks now. Somehow I hate the Packers less. And I will always choose the Green Bay Packers over the Seattle Seahawks. I don't care if there's a trip for the Super Bowl on the line. I will hope that the Green Bay Packers make the Super Bowl over the Seattle Seahawks. All of this being until the regime of Pete Carroll and John Schneider either retires or most likely they're going to be fired because of the direction that that franchise is going. Because this is that tandem of those two clowns. They are the new Bill O'Brien. Except instead of making stupid deals, you 
You reject stupid deals that would benefit your own team. Okay. Chicago offered a major trade package for Russell Wilson. One guy, one guy who is 32 years old with three years left on his deal, who probably, if he's talking about it, probably doesn't want to be there. He's not going to come out and say it like Deshaun Watson. Russell Wilson's a nice guy. He hinted at it. John Schneider turned this down. Are you ready for this? Three first-round picks, including this year's, next year's, and the year after. A third-round pick and two starters. I think what just flabbergasts me the most, that's a good word, that's the vocab word of the day, flabbergasted, was that it was, rumor, it was reported that those two names that the Seahawks were going to get were Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks. Arguably, the two best defenders on the Chicago Bears roster with that defense. They're two, our two best defenders. Four picks, three of which were first-round picks, and two arguably... Uh, I'll say top 15 defenders, uh, you know, Akeem Hicks. I'd say Khalil Max top five. But with Akeem Hicks, top 15 defenders in the league. Like I said, all of this was turned down for one guy who has three more seasons on his deal. If you're just as surprised as I am that the Seahawks were stupid enough to turn this down, let's take a look at their defensive rankings in 2020. They were complete trash, Okay. They came in at number 15 in total points and points per game in the entire league. They finished number 31 of 32 teams in passing yards per game, and they finished number 22 in yards per game. Are you telling me that Seattle couldn't use two great pass rushers? Khalil Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks make your team better. You're not going to finish number 31 in passing yards because you're going to get more sacks and you're going to come in top 15 in yards per game because those two guys will contain the run game, and they'll get to the quarterback. They have zero pass rushers. They have no secondary if they're getting torched that badly. It's, it's all over. It's all over for Seattle now. They needed them. This isn't the Legion of Boom anymore, like 2013, 2014, and 15, 16, when they were like in the Super Bowl, like what, three years in a row or pretty damn close to it. It's, this is the freaking Care Bears now. That's what the Seahawks defense is. They're the Care Bears. Um, I, there is no world to me in which you justify turning that trade package down to keep Russell Wilson. I, I just don't understand it. If, Russell, if there's rumors flying around that Russell Wilson's not happy, why wouldn't you take that package? As a Bears fan... I'm glad that they rejected this trade package because that's a lot to give up for one guy. So, I mean, I know I would have gave up. I know a few weeks ago on First and Ben, I said I would have like done something like this. Now that it's actually like materialized and it's real, I'm kind of glad that we get to hang on to those guys. Um, I just, I, I do not understand this at all. How you can be so stupid to turn that down for one guy. If, if he was 25 years old or 24 years old in a stud, I would get it with like 10 years, a 10-year deal. That makes sense. But when he's 32 and he's got three more years left, why? You've got three more first-round picks for every year on his deal that remains. You have another pick, and you get two great defenders. I don't get it. I really do not understand this. And it's not like Russell Wilson's getting any help. That team is on fire. That team, you know the dumpster fire gif that you can find on Google? 
That's the Seattle Seahawks because their defense is trash. They're going to be a terrible defense again this year. They didn't do anything in free agency. And honestly, if I was a defender and I was looking at the NFC West, which is the best division in football, I'd go to Arizona or San Francisco, probably Los Angeles too. I wouldn't even look at Seattle because they're not winning anything. They will probably be the worst team in the NFC West this year. I hope they are. I really do hope they are. It sucks because I love Russell Wilson. I don't want to see him fail, but the Seahawks just screwed him. Uh, Speaking of the Seahawks, that offensive line that is protecting him, trash. If you thought watching Patrick Mahomes scramble for his life against the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl was bad, go watch a Seahawks game. So just the career sack percentage of the four quarterbacks in the division. Uh, Jared Goff, when he played in L.A. before he got shipped off to Detroit, he had the best at just 5.1%. Then it was Kyler Murray in Arizona at 6.4%. Jimmy G, his time in San Francisco, it's starting to go up 72 But then you get Russell Wilson, who his entire career he spent in Seattle, he has an 8.3 sack percentage. That offensive line is not good. There was maybe a time where it was good, but it's not good anymore. So there's no good part of the Seattle Seahawks right now outside of that. Their offensive line is that one, that one video where the guy's like, uh, like barely touching. For the listeners, you probably know the one like the security guy where he's got the wand and he's barely touching the guy. Yeah, that's, that's uh, the Seahawks defense or, and offensive line, really. And they just fired Brian Schottenheimer, their offensive coordinator, because they weren't running the ball enough. So now not only are you taking, you're taking plays away from Russell Wilson, but now you're just openly screwing him over by taking the ball out of his hands because you want to run the ball more. Well, I'm sorry, Seahawks fans, but if you want to run the ball more, you probably should have done that a few years ago when your stupid coach Pete Carroll decided he was going to throw on the one-yard line with Marshawn Lynch on the bench. And – I'm sorry. I know this sounds like I'm attacking Seahawks fans. I promise I'm not. I feel bad for you guys. I feel bad for you just like I feel bad for my fellow Bears fans. Like, our our front offices just suck. They do. You know, you guys, your team would have got better with this trade. Our team would have got better with this trade. You probably could have drafted Russell Wilson's replacement or probably gone and got Sam Darnold because I think that there there's reports out there that Pete Carroll likes Sam Darnold. You could have got him with draft picks from this trade because we all know the Jets have like obsessions over draft picks. I think we both got screwed over as fans. I think I really think we do. And I think we're both going to suck this year. I think we're both probably going to finish third or fourth in our divisions and we're just going to have a bad time together. So I hate your team. I hate your front office right now, but I don't hate you guys. Like I, I just feel for you. I really do. This is what this is what it's like to root for just terrible front off, terribly run organizations in twenty in the two thousand twenties. Um, so I don't want to make this all about the Seahawks. I do want to get into the Bears, just because you know that's that's where my feelings are. We got to get back to Andy Dalton. This is what it's about: not getting Russell Wilson and settling for Andy Dalton. I'm not sure why we we couldn't have just jumped on the phone and either offered Houston the exact same thing or upped it for Deshaun Watson, just because Deshaun Watson is a younger player. So I maybe would have thrown like another later round pick, like a second round pick or another third rounder in there or something like that. I don't know why we can't give them the same thing. Uh, Jack Easterby is a complete clown for not listening to offers for a player that doesn't want to be there. He's an idiot. I'm sorry. Like he's running that organization into the ground 
granted, he didn't start it. Bill O'Brien started that the moment he traded uh, DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. Yeah, that was terrible. Bill O'Brien's not even there anymore, but that organization is still somehow worse off. I don't understand that. I don't even know who their head coach is. I don't remember. I think he came from the Ravens, like the special teams coordinator. I don't remember his name. The Texans are trash. The Texans are probably worse off than the Bears or the Seahawks. So, hey, all of us can be in this together. We all have terrible front offices. There you go. And Jack Easterby and the Texans look a lot worse after just letting J.J. Watt walk for nothing. Nothing in return. You could have traded J.J. Watt, but you didn't. You just let him go. You just let J.J. Watt go. But you won't listen to offers for Deshaun Watson, who clearly does not want to be there. I hope Deshaun Watson holds out. I really hope he just holds out and doesn't show up to to camp this spring or this summer just to screw them over a little bit more. I I know I can't be too upset with Ryan Pace just because this trade package was legit. He offered a lot more than I thought he was going to. So my hat, tip of the cap to Ryan Pace for like going all out, trying to make this deal happen, getting the Bears, Russell Wilson. I think that would have made us a Super Bowl contender. I really do. And I think Pace and Matt Nagy knew that. So I do respect them for not short trying to short sell the Seahawks. I think they tried to overpay. So I guess it kind of works out. But Andy Dalton, that's our answer. This isn't a move you make to if you need job security, which they both do. If we suck this year, Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy are probably both gone. Like they're probably both filing for unemployment in 2022. And this sucks, man. It's it th- this actually sucks. It sucks for them because they're probably pissed we had to settle. Like this sucks. This isn't a franchise quarterback move. This is a guy that got replaced for Joe Burrow and then went to Dallas to be a backup. That's what he is now. He's just like Nick Foles. He's a backup. Andy Dalton is a backup. He's not a he's not a 16 game starter anymore. Maybe in Cincinnati, but not anymore. I'm just at a loss for words that this is the reality of being a Bears fan. You know, growing up, for the you listeners uh, and viewers, I'm only 23. I haven't been around the block. Like, I haven't been around the block that long. But the quarterbacks that I have grown with playing for the Chicago Bears, uh, the first quarterback I remember was Rex Grossman. So take that with a grain of salt. Jay Cutler, Mike Glennon, of course, Mitchell Trubisky, and now Andy Dalton. Those are the quarterbacks that I've grown up with as a fan of the Bears. Arguably the best one I've seen is Jay Cutler. That's not really saying a hell of a lot much. I I respect Jay Cutler. I wish Jay Cutler was still in the league because I'd take Jay Cutler over any of these guys. And that's really hard for me when the Packers have had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, two guys for like the what last 40 years. It sucks, man. It sucks. It sucks when they kick our ass every single year and they're just better than us. And they like pull these quarterbacks out of nowhere and they just like, they're just instant successes. And then we are for our, it all starts with the ownership. George McCaskey, the McCaskey family are clowns. They're frauds. They don't know what they're doing. It's time to get ourselves change up the way we do things. I'm tired of the same organizationally run 
system every single year without refusing to change it. We need to hire a vice president of football operations, someone that knows what they're doing and how to piece together a winning football team because the Chicago Bears just don't have that. They don't. They don't. And we should have been more aggressive on Jameis Winston. I would have took that. The guy, sure, the guy threw 30 interceptions a couple years ago, but he also threw 30 touchdowns and what, over 5,000 yards? I would have took that. And I'm sorry, but I'll bring it back up. I would have loved to have had Carson Wentz over this. At least Carson Wentz almost had an MVP season. And we have his old quarterback coach. I, I don't get it, you guys. I really, I do not understand this. At the end of the day, let's just say screw it. Let's go sign Alex Smith, too. Go give Alex Smith a one-year $10 million contract. I don't care. You know what? While we're at it, let's draft a quarterback in a later round. Um, Sam Ellinger, after we hired Tom Herman as what? Special projects offensive coach? What the hell does that even mean, by the way? How do you have a special projects coach on a football team? That's another, that's another podcast episode right there. But yeah, let's go get Sam Ellinger. Like the guy tied for 10th in uh, college last year with 26 total touchdown passes. That was great. And then he came in at 17th in all of college quarterbacks in passing yards, which, I mean, yeah, he threw more than Trubisky. He had about 2,500. Um, let's just have one big quarterback battle. Back, battle of the backups. Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, Alex Smith, and Sam Ellinger. Let's just do it. Someone has to pan out. With four guys, someone has to pan out. Just do it. Just do it. Because if we don't do it, one of those guys will end up on another team and they'll be studs. Mark my words. But I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm a little upset. Angry. I was angry at the beginning. Now I'm just, like, just depressed. This is – these are not exciting times. These really are not exciting times, you guys. This sucks. This – Life just sucks to be a Bears fan right now. Um, I guess at this point, with the whole Allen Robinson fiasco, you know, he's pissed that we just franchise tagged him, and then we can't even get him a good quarterback. So I know there's no way he's going to sign it. So there's a, whole, there's a contract holdout. We, we have to go wide receiver at the 20th pick now. Like two months ago when, we were, when I was starting to mock this out, I wanted to go offensive tackle because there were a great, there was a good number of offensive tackles we could have got at the 20th pick. But now we got to go wide receiver. We got to get someone that we can pair with Darnell Mooney. I love the idea of Rashad Bateman from Minnesota if he falls to 20. I think he's a stud. I think he's a playmaker. I could see him becoming a number one. Or I want Rondale Moore from Purdue. I think Rondale Moore would be a sneaky pickup. I think he's fallen from like that top 15. A lot of people are mocking him late first round, early second now. I think we could just snatch him at pick 20. He would be a great slot receiver. We could throw him in the backfield. He could be, he could be the Corderell Patterson that we wanted Corderell Patterson to be. I mean, Matt Nagy has a thing. He had a thing for the last three years for using Corderell Patterson. Or I'm sorry, the last two years for using Corderell Patterson as a running back. We could do that with Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore is faster than Corderell Patterson. He's younger, and he – he can catch better too. Plus there's your punt returner and uh, kickoff returner. All I'm saying, I would take Rondale Moore at 20. Give me a Purdue Boilermaker. I love me some Boilermakers. Um, something I would love to address just because, you know, there are, there are rumors circulating right now about my NFL fandom. There are. 
you know, it is on the page. It's on Facebook. It's on Twitter. It's on Instagram. There are rumors circulating around my NFL fandom. Um, breaking news, kind of. I am here to tell you firsthand, straight from the horse's mouth, I am very saddened to say that those rumors are true. I love the Chicago Bears with all my heart. I always will. There's, I just, I love the city of Chicago. I love my Chicago sports teams. Melissa knows this. I, th- this makes it really hard. I'm really sad. But it is in my best interest for personal health reasons that I enter the NFL fan base transfer portal, at least temporarily. This does not mean, uh, this is my official statement, this does not mean that I don't love the Bears any less and that I won't watch them because I still will. I'll, I'm not going to completely throw out all my Bears stuff. I still love the Bears. I, I love the history. I love the memories I have of watching this team. But just the last couple years, I can't bear to watch, literal, literal pun intended, uh, I can't bear to watch this offense any longer. I literally am losing hair over it. I think, well, that could just be just because I'm going bald, but that's fine. It's stressing me out. It's causing unnecessary stress. Like I know a lot of people it is. I don't love them any less, but until we get new owners, new front office, and you know what, at this point, a new offensive coaching staff, I need to enter the transfer portal, at least temporary. I need to sign a temporary contract somewhere with an NFL fan base. Um, so there's the, there's the news. I am entering the NFL fan base transfer portal. I'm going to explore some options and I do have a list for you guys. Uh, I am here to officially release the list of teams that I would, that I would accept a transfer to in the words of who our quarterback should be Russell Wilson. This is how he did it. This is where I would accept a trade to. And this list is in no particular order. Uh, but we do have just a few teams. We have quite a few teams on here that I would consider. And I know a lot of people are going to ask, oh, what about the Buccaneers or the Chiefs? Spoiler alert, those teams are not on here. I am not going to be that guy that says, oh, screw this. I'm going to go root for the dudes that just won the Super Bowl. We're not doing that. Not jumping on that bandwagon just yet. Uh, So in no particular order, here are the teams that I am considering, uh, that I would consider a trade to. In no particular order, the first one being the San Francisco 49ers. You know, I love Nick Boza. He is a stud. I love defense. I love defense. I love defensive studs. Uh, Raheem Mostert plugged into Kyle Shanahan's offense when he's healthy. I love the running, the ground and pound offense. Watching it, playing it, I hated it. I loved Pat, like when we would run passing calls when I played uh, in high school. But watching, I would love to watch the run game all day. If I was an offensive coordinator, my run game would be con- built around the running offense. I love that. I love Kyle Shanahan's thinking. Um, another team I would consider a trade to the Buffalo Bills, Bills Mafia, Bills Mafia and breaking tables. Who doesn't, who doesn't want to see a video of me like jumping on a a card table? Like that would just be fun every Sunday, right? Who wouldn't want to see that? So that kind of sounds fun to me. Plus the Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs duo. That's electric. They're going to be Super Bowl contenders this year. Book it. Buffalo Bills probably have very high Super Bowl odds. Um, Another team, this one's a sneaky one, that have made a lot of good additions that we will talk about in another podcast when we talk about free agency on First and Ben. 
Uh, I would consider a trade to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the J.J. Watt signing did it for me. I love J.J. Watt. Here we go, Nick Bosa. J.J. Watt, I love defensive ends. I love guys that get to the quarterback. And J.J. Watt is that. They've built a championship roster this offseason. Like, they have gotten a lot better. They have gotten a lot better on the offensive side of the ball where they need it to. Hopefully, Cliff Kingsbury is not an idiot this year, but I do have hope that the Arizona Cardinals will be a very good playoff team this year. So I would consider a trade there. Another team I would consider a trade to, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Carson Wentz makes this a playoff team. They're, they're solid everywhere else. They got Jonathan Taylor, a great young running back. Their defense is very underrated. Darius Leonard, you know, I, I've been talking a lot about defensive players, but Darius Leonard is one of my favorite defensive players in the league. Like, he's easily top three for me on guys that don't play for the Bears of my favorite defensive players. So the Colts are a no-brainer decision. Plus, it's close to home for me growing up in Northwest Indiana. They are the next closest team other than the Bears to where I grew up. So the hometown factor could play into my decision. You never know. Um, the next team, just because there are three more, the Cleveland Browns make the list of a team that I would accept a trade to. I love Baker Mayfield. I know a lot of people hate him. I love him. I love his attitude. I love the way he plays the game. I love Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, running backs. Defensive players and running backs. That's, that's, what get, that's what I get excited about when I watch football. So I love that duo. Uh, their defense is improving. They've made a lot of good additions in uh, free agency that, once again, we will discuss. And they were, they were easily just a few plays from defeating the Kansas City Chiefs and going to the AFC Championship game this year. Not to mention, I do think that Kevin Stefanski is one of the most underrated coaches in all of football. Yes, he just won Coach of the Year honors. He's a great coach. And the connections with Scott. This could be possible. My boy Scott is a big Browns fan. He got me on the bandwagon this last playoff run after the Bears were knocked out. So, America, don't be surprised if I go to Cleveland. Uh, getting down to the last couple, another team I would accept a trade to would be the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I love Brandon Staley as head coach, getting him out of the other side of L.A. with the Rams. I still wish we would have made this guy our defensive coordinator instead of Chuck Pagano when uh, Vic left in 19 after that 18 playoff season um, instead he followed him to Denver and then he went to the Rams and now he's the top guy in the Chargers. So I do love me some Staley as head coach, Justin Herbert as a waiver wire addition also led me to a fantasy football title in 2020. So I have mad respect for Justin Herbert. I am a big Justin Herbert fan. He's one of my top five favorite quarterbacks in the game right now, just because he's a rookie and he's electric and he won me some bragging rights. I love that. I respect that. And the final one, I was coaxed into this today before this recording, actually. This list should be over. But a late Dark Horse team has emerged into the sweepstakes, courtesy of Brandon Holmquist from Burgers with the Boys. The Minnesota Vikings are now in play here, you guys. Like I have said, defensive players and running backs, Dalvin Cook is right up there with Nick Chubb as one of my favorite running backs in the game right now. Plus the purple and gold, do like color scheme is just sexy that's a sexy uniform the purple I love the helmets I just love the color purple on the football field I don't know I played for a team uh like a like in a pop warner league but growing up I played for a team called the purple vikings so like purple vikings like that's two connections I have to the Minnesota vikings right there um you never know what could happen 
those close connections with Brandon, like Scott, that could factor into the decision to join the Skull Nation. You never know. But do I have it in myself to stay within the NFC North? Can I bring myself to cheer for a team that plays the Bears twice a year? I don't know. I, I don't know if I could do that. That's going to be something that I'll have to talk about with my agent, with the organization, with the fans. That's just going to be something I'm going to have to consider. So those are my teams. I would absolutely block a trade to the Green Bay Packers, the Seattle Seahawks. Don't even bring it up. Don't even ask. The Green Bay Packers are just obvious because I have to hate them. And the Seattle Seahawks, I won't even I – will, I will root for them and live – I will root for them to go 0-16 every single season until Pete Carroll and John Schneider are canned because I know they're going to get canned. They won't retire. They're going to get fired probably within the next few years. So I will block a trade to those. I am also not against staying in Chicago, you know, that would take a toll on me. And I, once again, this is not me saying that I don't love the Bears. This is just me saying I need to go watch it just for fun team on Sundays now. Teams that I will have fun watching. I will still follow the Bears like I normally will. I will still wear my Bears gear. I just will not make an effort to watch this team as much because I, I can't. I can't. It's starting to hurt me. It's starting to hurt me. So there you have it. Those are the teams. These are the only teams that I will consider a trade or a transfer to for a a temporary transfer. Let's say that in no particular order, the San Francisco 49ers, Buffalo Bills, Arizona Cardinals, Indianapolis Colts, Cleveland Browns, Los Angeles Chargers, Minnesota Vikings, or just staying in Chicago and sucking it up. This is a decision that I will be sitting on for a while. It is only March 18th right now. So I do have a long time before football season begins. We'll probably bring this up. I will probably eliminate teams as weeks go on. I, you're just going to have to stick with me because I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. The Andy Dalton news, I am very sad right now. So this could just all be just a big overreaction on my part. Um, but I'm just sad. I'm sad as a Bears fan that we continuously cannot get a good quarterback. For sure, you can't expect. I'm just letting the viewers and listeners know now. I will not have a decision before the NFL draft. The NFL draft and the conclusion of free agency will heavily impact my decision-making. So don't expect anything until probably May at the earliest on a, dec- on a decision from me. We're just going to have to see what happens. I'll have updates for y'all as we move on throughout 2021, but I wouldn't expect anything until after the NFL draft. These, these are not exciting times. This is, this is hard for me to do as a Bears fan. It's always hard when you have to just admit that your team sucks. It's garbage. But we are at that point where the Chicago Bears are frauds, and that makes me very sad to say. Um, catch us. On Apple Podcasts, if you're listening to this, please share this link with your friends. Um, Please give us that five-star rating. We are still doing that t-shirt giveaway. Please, if you do leave a five-star review, make your name recognizable to us so we can enter you in for that drawing for a t-shirt. We'll probably have a few more details on when that contest is going to end. But in the meantime, leave those reviews. Share us. We are on Instagram actively. We are actively on Twitter. And we are still working on other platforms as well. We are also on YouTube, so please subscribe to there as well. Um, 
but until then, like these, these are not exciting times. These are not exciting times. I'm sorry.